The Panthers are still looking for their first 60-minute performance of the season. We discuss more of the special teams troubles in the peaks and valleys of the season. And do the Panthers go with Anthony Solars on Tuesday? Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into this Monday, October 23rd edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We're your team every day. Thank you for making the Lockdown Florida Panthers Podcast your first listen of the day. I'm Armando Velez from the Hockey News, and you can follow me on X at Monoman12. Follow the show account on X and Instagram at LO underscore FLA Panthers. And shout out to the everydayers who come back here and get your daily Florida Panthers fix. And today's episode is brought to you by sleeper download the sleeper app and use promo code locked on nhl to get up to a 100 match on your first deposit terms and conditions apply use sleepers terms of use for details more on sleeper a little bit later in the show but the florida panthers sitting at two and three and oh in the in the after five games of this very young nhl season and you know these were what we were this is kind of a little bit of where I expected the Panthers to be. I wasn't expecting the Florida Panthers to be blowing the doors off of teams. And I wasn't even expecting the Florida Panthers to get the doors blown off them neither as well. I mean, when you think about the teams that they've faced, I mean, listen, the Vancouver Canucks are the only team so far that they've faced in this young season who didn't make the, and who didn't make the postseason. And this was a team that finished, a lot better towards the end in in the last two seasons than they did when they when they started and it's a little bit of a culture change going on over there in in vancouver uh lots of talent still o- over there as well just haven't really gotten it together as far as getting wins on the on on in in the standings as well but i mean it, it's it's a it's a really tough stretch for for the for the panthers luckily the schedule at least opens up in this next game, which we'll get more about in the in the in segment number three a little bit, not previewing too much of it. But for for the Panthers, I mean two, three, and oh, nobody nobody's panicking. At least I'm not as far as as far as where the Panthers are. But there are still little bits of issues still with what we've seen out of this team. I mean, there there's still not a full 60 minute performance for this team. Uh as far as far as uh their game against Winnipeg, that was their only game with, where the opposition was outperforming the the Panthers for a full uh, 60. I mean, they only had a lead for 10 seconds and then the Winnipeg Jets score. I mean, but even when the Florida Panthers were trailing on Saturday night, I mean, they um, early on after Quinn Hughes scores on the on from from the from the point and, and then uh, Sergey Bobrovsky was screened by Elias Pettersson, which great job by the Florida Panthers not challenging that play because I feel like that the Panthers would have lost that with Sergey Bobrovsky's glove just being outside the crease and all when when Quinn Hughes uh, scored. But the Florida Panthers go and score twenty seconds later as Barkov was was lost in um, not, well the Vancouver Canucks lost Barkov in the neutral zone and then goes on a breakaway and then scores backhand on Casey DeSmith. But some of the other peaks that the Florida Panthers have had, uh, I mean Sam Reinhart, six goals in in the last four games, uh, five um in five games of the season, if you include the shutout uh, loss against the Minnesota wild and 
Palmer spoke about Sam Reinhardt and Paul um, and Barkov being on the same line together about they tried it for 20 games. They and it really wasn't they weren't really generating a lot of goals, but they were generating a lot of chances. But I mean, Evan Rodriguez seems to be that difference maker on that top line. We spoke about what he can do as far as getting in front the one timer. But one thing we haven't really spoken about how is Evan Rodriguez skating through the zone and keeping the opposition on their toes. I mean, it, it, it really happened. It really happened a lot through on Saturday's uh, game against uh, against the Vancouver Canucks. I mean, the Valleys, another Valley as well, is six shots on goal in the second period. I mean, you're not going to win a lot of games, especially when you're falling behind uh, as well. I mean, it, within the first five minutes of the third, you saw the Florida Panthers having six shots on goal within the first five minutes and, and all. And, in you know, uh, and it, it would have been a great opportunity for the Florida Panthers, I mean, to get their first three-game winning streak of the season, which it took February of last year to get their first one. So it's gonna it's gonna have to take uh, a little bit of uh, it's gonna take a little bit more time to see the first one uh, of the season. But think about the last the first three losses of the season for the Panthers. Every single time they've trailed going into into the third period. I mean, and the amount of that of when the switch flips for for the Panthers. I mean, fifteen to five uh, in in game number one shot on goal advantage for the Panthers over the Minnesota Wild. 13 to 10 in the in in the second in the second loss of the season against Winnipeg and then 17 to 4 where two of those shots were uh the the goal on the empty net by by the by the Vancouver Canucks and then the last and then the third the fourth one excuse me where it was very reminiscent of game 2 in in 2022 against the Tampa Bay Lightning where Alvarekman Larson and Gus Forsling were at the end boards battling and they they lose the board battle. They get it back up front, and then and then Steven Lorenz and Sergey Bobrovsky were trying to a little bit of a miscommunication, but you can't really blame them on that. You it's a broken play. They're trying to get in front to try to try to take away the angle, and then they bump into each other, and then the Vancouver Canucks score uh, to to make it four three. And man, the the shot on goal ad, advantage was sixteen to two at that time, and it's such a backbreaker whenever you get Sam Reinhardt scoring twice. In, in the in the first uh in the first few minutes of of the of of the third period as well and man both but both of them being just a, a great setup for for the for the Panthers I mean they're all over the zone uh, once again we were talking about Evan Rodriguez keeping Vancouver on their on their toes from the blue line and then uh and then Reinhardt scoring on that second chance opportunity as well and then the Panthers that what they were not doing in the in the first few few periods was not getting pucks in deep and going to battle and, and look what happens when they did go into the in getting it deep and going the battle they were able to get their forecheck going which is something that they talk about a lot on on when it comes to their game and trying to establish it more as far as that and and it's uh and it's it's a problem when you when you don't get that going as, as well i mean it's it's a and yes that goal against on the fourth one the ultimate backbreaker uh, when when you're looking at the the good and the bad, uh, when we spoke about a lot of good of Oliver ekman Larson about how he moves on the power play defensively, but that was one of those yikes moments when it came to Oliver ekman Larson uh, of uh, of the of the Florida Panthers when it came to that. I mean, Valleys as well, eight power play goals against in in the first five games. That's an issue, and three of the five games you allow two of of um two in the same game. That's that's an issue when it comes to when it comes to 
the Panthers. I mean, and even in Saturday's game, the Florida Panthers put, touched the puck quite a lot too on the on the PK. But the issue is getting it out of the zone and getting it to the point where you clear all the way to the other end of the ice to get a change. And the and the Stenlin, Luce Drynan, uh pairing was out on the ice through in the entirety of one of the PKs. I mean, they they had a little bit of trouble getting that puck out of out of the zone and all. So that was that's a that's an issue there. I mean, and the the Florida Panthers on their end of, of special teams when they are on the advantage, two power play goals out of twenty to, to start the year. You know, it's a, it's gonna be it's gonna be this is the growing pains of when you're getting a whole bunch of new players in. I mean, the 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 top PK unit you see the the, the Mikolas, the Dmitry Kulikovs, the the guys who were first coming in, and then you on the power play you're seeing OEL. And Evan Rodriguez on the on the on the on the other side. So you're seeing how the turnover of this roster is really having bits of issues clicking on, on special teams and all. And there's a there's that question. Uh, there was that question asked to Paul Maurice after the game on Saturday about what, how much more aggressive does he have to be on the on on the PK in order to prevent goals against on it and. There's different ways to see it. If you're more aggressive on, on on the PK, trying to lay out a hit or getting into the passing lanes, but then you miss out on those passing lanes, then you're gonna be out of position and not in a not in a place where you can block a shot, and then you have a, a free shooting lane towards Sergey Bobrovsky. So there's a little bit of that of of that way of looking at it whenever it comes to aggressiveness. So aggressiveness isn't the be all end all when it comes to uh ki killing penalties and 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 preventing those uh goals goals against and mahura uh, uh got uh got a got an interference on the first one spoke about it after the game how the, the solution really is to uh to just uh not uh take those penalties i mean and this is a highly penalized team i mean even going back to last season dimitri kulakov uh got a penalty in the in the third period which the, the Vancouver Canucks didn't score on, but you're talking about the momentum that was just taken away by the Panthers. I mean, an unnecessary penalty too, just knocking the opposition down as well. I mean, you know, you're trying to come back and then the and then you go to the box and all that. So uh, those growing pains, those are those are some of the ones that continue for the Panthers as they're still trying to get get it together and still trying to mesh as far as the new players on the ice and all. So. A little bit of issues, but not once again, not to panic about when it comes to this team. But in segment number two, we're going to discuss more about the middle six for the Panthers as they have had a little bit of a hard time going in this young NHL season. We are going to discuss that and more here on the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper and the Alexander Barkov gets a hat trick. The Florida Panthers win the Stanley Cup. And if you want 100 times your money, play daily fantasy hockey on the Sleeper app. These are all possible scenarios for the season, but you have a you have a chance at winning big. You need to play daily fantasy hockey on Sleeper. As the official daily fantasy app of the Lockdown NHL Network, Sleeper is our top choice for daily fantasy sports, especially daily fantasy hockey. With Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy contest with studs like Matthew Kachuk, Alexander Barkov, Connor McDavid, Alex Ovechkin, Sidney Crosby, Kael McCarr. All you need to do is pick more or less on stats of these stars. Choose game stats 
like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and more. You heard me, Cats fans. 100 times the payout on Sleeper. So start paying attention and get your picks right so you can win big. So use promo code LOCKEDONNHL so you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's LOCKEDONNHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Segment number two here on this Monday, October 23rd edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Thank you once again for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day here on a Monday. And it the 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 top line and the fourth line, my goodness, I have these last two games, I have zero complaints about those those two lines to those two lines, especially. We spoke about Reinhardt's six goals in five games, Alexander Barkov uh getting getting a goal on on the night i mean they're performing they are they are generating speed through the neutral zone they are winning their battles i mean they were there and the fourth line once again many great shifts on on the um in the in the in on saturday night's game against the vancouver canucks i mean you see you see them battling for pucks getting it back to the point following their own shots as well you see much of it and uh you know with we spoke about Nick Cousins' ability to go up and down the lineup on how it's helped the the Florida Panthers, but for the for this short time, it's it's really not cutting it for for the Panthers on the third line. And yeah, they're without Sam Bennett. Yeah, they're without their mo- their most physical forward on on their in the in the lineup as well. And it's going to really help when you put Etulus Duranian back on that on that third line on Lundell's wing, maybe it's going to help Nick Cousins. And you're going to assume that Justin sort of is going to be sent down to Charlotte at when once uh, Sam Bennett uh, comes back as well, because I don't think Paul Maurice is going to scratch uh, Nick, Nick Cousins. I mean, you need to see that same energy from the fourth line as, as you, as you, on, on that third line as well. And I mean, Lundell and, and the whole, and whole team there on the, on the goal by Elias Patterson, they were caught puck watching there. I mean, Kuzmenko was um, was skating around the 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 end boards and all. Uh, and you see you see Lundell just having his eyes on Kuzmenko and then leaving Elias Patterson right out uh, right out on the where he beats uh, Sergey Bobrovsky far side screen in front as as well. And just uh, just uh, a a matter of just not having the head on the swivel and fifteen giveaways. It's it's not it's not going to be easy to when you when you're giving the puck uh when when you're giving away the puck 15, 15 times we t- spoke about Kulikov uh two two of those giveaways and th- and then uh and then uh a- a- as well but you you also think about how I I think the second line is going to be fine especially once Bennett comes back but it's really the third line that has me a little bit uh concerned I mean it's Chucky four points in the first five games. And even even Kachuk really hasn't gotten it going a little bit in in this in this first uh in this first few games. I mean, the analytics do say that there are more goals against expected goals against on the on the second line than there are expected goals for. But the goals the actual goals for have that second line um, outscoring the opposition by plus one. So the the second line is getting away with a lot of high danger chances as well as well. So. And a lot of credit to Sergey Bobrovsky as well for bailing out that 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 second that second line for 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 the Panthers as, as well. So there's uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of pain, um, 
as far as growing pains as well with a rookie being on that third line as well with Anton Lundell. The truth is at this point in Anton Lundell's career, very early on, you can't expect them to carry a line as far as, as, as far as what, what, as, as far as the inexperience of, of him and also with a rookie as well in Justin sort of, uh, as well on there and it's it's just not it's just not cutting it for that for that third line right now corsi four for that line is at 40 percent um th the exact numbers are 13 to 19 and a minus two as far as the uh, goal differential for that line so that one is definitely something that as far as energy and as far as second chance opportunities as well you you need that third line especially to get get going as well i mean and you spoke all about the the decor as well with with OEL Forsling they as far as being a number 1 as far as Gus Forsling there's still a lot of uh there's still a lot of those uh bad breaks that that the that the Panthers put but that the Panthers not only get but they put themselves in these positions as far as giving away the puck as well Gus Forsling has had a little bit of trouble here and here and there of it I, as great as of a skater he, as he is and as well as he can break out of his own zone but when it comes to turning the puck over and then transitioning on that it's uh it's a, been a little bit of an issue for for gus forsling during during uh as far as since he's uh been on, on that top pair defense and the panthers have been rolling with that for the last two years and it's just uh you got to wonder what what that's going to be when 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 the LTIR guys do do in fact come back in Montour and Ekblad as well, so it's it's a little bit of a of of a concern for for the Panthers as far as that because like like and when you have a whole bunch of lefties in the lineup as well, that's just gonna you're gonna have a lot of play once again you're gonna have a lot of players playing out of position and the Panthers do find themselves there. As, as well so that that's definitely a unit that's got to improve but hey i mean you through five games where you were you were basically outplayed in 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 two of them mostly and and you could have stolen a win in that first one which uh you know paul maurice also spoke after the game on saturday saying Oh yeah, we he doesn't want to he doesn't want to talk about mostly about how oh yeah, but they did get their chances because he spoke about how a lot of teams on the losing side speak about oh, we had our chances. And you know, and that's great. Honestly, that's great for on Palmeries that he's not going that route even though we see we see the fact that they actually do have those uh creating those chances as well. And you know, you if you're the Panthers, you're uh, you're not uh, you're kind of uh, scratching your head that you uh, also didn't get this win against uh, the Vancouver Canucks backup goaltender as well, and Casey DeSmith. Which you know, the moment that we saw that Thatcher Demko wasn't going to be starting in this one, it's like, oh yes, uh, the Panthers do have their chance to hopefully feast on it, but but uh, but a missed opportunity for the Florida Panthers as they they lose Saturday night's game by a final score of five to three. And two of those four shots go go in for goals uh, in in that final frame, and it's just frustrating how you had a chance, you gave yourself a chance, but comeback cats. Listen, even going back to last season, the Panthers 
in this system with what they have, it's not, this isn't going to, to work consistently if you're consistently playing from behind and trying to play the game of catch up. It's just, it's just not going to work over, over a long period of time. And we saw how even in late January that they had their first win when trailing after the, the second period. And it's, uh, it, it, they they know that that's a trend that just can't continue going into this season and 65% on the penalty kill as well. They were 59% in round one against Boston. They still got away with, with, uh, with, uh, with advancing. And that, that is definitely something that needs to be addressed as the Florida Panthers are getting a few days off. They didn't practice on Sunday, but they will be back at practice. Uh, actually, they are hitting the ice as we are recording here at 11.15 a.m. On, on, a, on a Monday from Emirate Bank Arena as they are preparing for the San Jose Sharks as they visit on Tuesday. But in segment number three, we are going to discuss more about if the Florida Panthers should give Sergey Bobrovsky a rest and have Anthony Stolarz uh, between the pipes on Tuesday. We are going to discuss that and more here on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors and passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll also find exactly what you're looking for. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay Guaranteed Fit. Only available to U.S. customers. Segment number three here on this Monday, October 23rd edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. Thank you once again for making the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day here on a Monday where the Florida Panthers find themselves 2-3-0 heading into their Tuesday matchup against the San Jose Sharks from Amrit Bank Arena. And there's only one game on the NHL schedule on Monday. Uh, it's the Montreal Canadiens versus the Buffalo Sabres, which... The NHL schedule during the football season is a little strange always. I mean, you'll have like two games on a Sunday and and then not as many games on, on, a, on, a, on a Monday as well. And and even Fridays, uh, you'll have like two, two seven o'clock games. If you're a West Coast hockey fan and you're not going out on a Friday and you, you're done by seven. I mean, but if you want to go out after and you just want to watch some hockey before, oh, man. If you're living on the West Coast, you are you are honestly a little jealous of people on the West Coast who get to watch games uh, and end at a at a good time as well. But when it when it, but let's go back to uh, let's go back to uh, the Florida Panthers and and the topic at hand before I get off topic. But this coming this coming week, it's it's a, actually a big week for the long term for the Panthers. Yeah, you have a team that's. Hasn't won a game. Uh, the San Jose Sharks are 0-4-1 on 
in this very young season. But as far as where the Panthers' schedule and what it looks like this week, San Jose, Tuesday, then three days off before you welcome in the Seattle Kraken, which, funny enough, Doug Plagans and Jameson Olive on their latest episode of Territory Talk spoke about how it's a very aquatic theme when it comes to the opponents for the Florida Panthers uh, as far as these the the last three games of the homestand before the Florida Panthers go on the road to face the Boston Bruins at TD Garden. And uh, and also I want to mention a uh, great job for the Florida Panthers and the entire organization on pink and the rink night as well. And uh, definitely one that a night that means a lot to Ryan Lomberg as he spoke about his, uh, his uh, mother going through breast cancer twice and beating it. So congratulations to Ryan Lomberg's mom on beating uh, breast cancer twice and being a fighter for, for this disease as we are trying to conti continue to find a cure. But Sergey Bobrovsky, as far as rest, uh, I think this is very important, an important week. I mean, and it's it's easy for me to continue looking at last year and how fresh Bobrovsky was going towards the end of the season last year. Yeah, he dealt with a non-COVID illness. Yeah, he came in in game three, started game four, and then took the reins the rest of the way for the Panthers. But as far as the long-term projection of the Panthers, I mean, we're five games through and even spoke about it on this show and even on the FLA Cats Hockey Podcast with Kirby, Ryan, and David about how it's maybe going to be every five games uh, for the Panthers that four or five games around that range that you're going to see Sergey Bobrovsky starting and then maybe Anthony Stolarz for one. Their first back-to-back -back isn't until November 16th and 17th when they go on their West Coast trip to California um, in the middle of November. And this is going to be their first stretch where they're going to have three days off after Tuesday. Their next one won't come until early December where they have, they'll have a game on a Saturday and then they won't have a, a game until a, a Wednesday as, as well. Uh, really, really early on in, this, in December, but they're going to have two back-to-backs in, in the month of November. So very crucial for Sergey Bobrovsky to start getting some rest. So you're going to start seeing Anthony Stolarz, uh, Late later, definitely you're going to see them him at least get one start the next next month. But will he will? But without with the Panthers not having a back to back yet, and with the way the schedule is structured, do we see Anthony Stolarz start on Tuesday? And we have no knowledge of the practice schedule after, at, at this moment in time un, until after Tuesday. I'm actually going to check email real quick to see if the Florida Panthers did actually send out the practice schedule and nope we have uh we have no email on the Florida Panthers sending out their practice schedule so so we don't we don't know what's going going on as far as after Tuesday but but also what Sergey Bobrovsky has done at 5 on 5 his save percentage is 927 at 5 on 5 he has been the least of the Florida Panthers issues as far as that. We spoke about keeping the game at five on five. You're protecting the middle of the ice. His goal save above expected is 0.8. Is 0.8. Good for 27 to the NHL, but also it's more than just Sergey Bobrovsky making the save. It's about the the ability to see through screens, the the him having time, the the lack of redirections as well at five on five for. For 
for what the Panthers defense is giving up or lack thereof. Uh, that That is definitely a strength that you're seeing for the Florida Panthers defensively early on in the season. And you hope that continues if you see Anthony Stolarz make, make a start on, on Tuesday. And I want to see what Stolarz can do with that big frame of his 6'6 as well for, for him as well. Um, and we, we spoke about his numbers during the offseason of playing almost a full 82 games in his career. Yeah, it's all been in a backup role, but he has a big enough sample size to see what what he can do. And he came in with a 9-12 save percentage while backing up uh, John Gibson and facing a whole bunch of shots last season with the Anaheim Ducks. So we spoke about all throughout the offseason about the, the amount of high danger chances that that the Anaheim Ducks gave up uh, last season as, as well. So definitely we we can can see a situation where that happens. And let's be honest, the San Jose Sharks are tanking. They have no intention on trying to win. They failed to tank for Bedard. They got the number four overall pick in Will Smith last year, who's actually leading his team in in scoring uh, th- this season. He is current. I don't think he's currently with the San Jose Sharks at, at at the moment, but JD Young of of uh, San Jose Hockey Now and Locked On Sharks did uh, speak about the the number four overall pick uh, leading his team, uh, Boston College, in in points right now. Three goals, two assists for BC in the, in the NCAA as well this season, and they they're trying to go for the number one overall pick once again uh this this upcoming season and it's funny because after the home opener against the toronto maple leafs uh me and the fellow media members me david dwork jordan mcpherson and george richards we were all we were all went to the infield uh after the game and boston san jose was uh playing and we got to see anthony duclair score and you know we we cheer for we cheer for players as well not only not only uh as far as wanting success for the Florida Panthers as far as not only the region and our coverage, but we also cheer for former players uh to to be successful. And we were we're all very happy to see Anthony Duclair got on the score sheet for the San Jose Sharks. That was their only goal on that night as they lost to the Boston Bruins uh three to one. But definitely uh definitely it's gonna be it's gonna be uh an emotional return I'm sure for Duke as he makes it as he plays his first game in Sunrise Florida since the trade as far as bringing in Steven Lawrence and clearing that cap room for the Florida Panthers to sign Evan Rodriguez, which man, once again, Evan Rodriguez, uh, he, as far as term on the contract and the cap hit, it's a, it's a very good deal for the Florida Panthers as they are trying to solidify more of that top line and having one co- consistent piece on Barkov's wing. And to think that Barkov Barkov is doing that with this without Carter Hagee on his, uh, on his line, which, the second line will get going. I, I'm very confident in that, um, and and all. But you know, these are this this game on Tuesday. It's going to be your get right game. Uh, and listen, uh, they won't say it publicly, but I'll say it for them. This is this is a game where this is a game in the season where you know on paper that you're better than. This is a game where you should be confident where where 
you can get the opposition to commit some stick infractions, get on the power play, get it going, and and hopefully pad up some stats. Hopefully there as far as as far as the Panthers, as far as beating a team that you should, and for the most part, they 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 have they have over the years beaten the teams that they should. Here and there, they will lose to a team that they shouldn't. I don't think Vancouver was that team that that you put in the you shouldn't lose category because that Vancouver wouldn't surprise a lot of people if they make the playoffs as well. So you have a goaltender who can win the Vesna, even though Thatcher Demko didn't play against the Panthers, and you have uh, you have a, a a center who wins who won the Calder Trophy in. Elias Pettersson, you have a number one defenseman in Quinn Hughes. Yeah, the the complementary pieces as far as that aren't the best for Vancouver, but you still have a lot of super superstar players who who can can uh, can um, make an impact there. So I wouldn't put I wouldn't put that. Uh, I'm not as far as the whole se- season as far as the the first five games. Excuse me, as far as the macro perspective. Uh, I, I always saw the Vancouver Canucks as a, as a team that was going to improve. And this is the part of the tough schedule early on for, for the season as hopefully Tuesday. It's once again that get right game for the Florida Panthers. And tomorrow on the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast, we are going to try to bring in J.D. Young, the host of Lockdown Sharks, to preview this matchup between the Florida Panthers and the San Jose Sharks. But in the meantime, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the podcast. You'll be notified every single time the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed. Don't forget to also subscribe to the other shows on the Locked On NHL Network, including Locked On NHL, Locked On Fantasy Hockey, Flip Livingstone, and Steel Roden, and Locked On NHL Prospects. Thank you once again for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. So I'm Armando Velez, signing off. And you've been listening to Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Work to your team every day.